0: Welcome to church. I am so glad that you are here. And let me just take a moment and give another shout out to everybody at City First Anywhere, Cape Coral, Southwest Florida, God Behind Bars. Come on, give it up for Dixon and Hardy. And then those that are right now gathering also in the Janesville area. And I just want to take a moment and just share that we are going to be launching another location in the Janesville region of Janesville, Wisconsin. And there's even a core group of people that are watching. And if you live in that area, or if you travel in from southern Wisconsin and you want to be a part of the city first launch there in 2024, there's a QR code on the lower third right now of the screen. Whether you're in your living room or in our location right now, just go ahead and click that and it will take you to an information page and we can get you some more information because we are excited about what God is gonna do in Janesville in 2024. Come on, put your hands together for Janesville. Yeah, that's amazing. We got a building and it's just a God thing. So great. Well, I want to just say welcome to December. Let me start off by asking you this question in this Christmas season. When was the last time that you truly experienced wonder? Like in a positive way? Like there was a moment of awe, like surprise, Like, like unexpected amazement. Like maybe you were even speechless. You were just like, whoa, when was the last time that you experienced that? Now I started to put this message together and I asked myself that same question. I had to think about it a little bit because in life that doesn't happen that much. In fact, many times it's the opposite. It's the other kind of wonder. It's kind of like, I wonder what the heck is going on right now. I experienced that a lot. You know what I mean? but the kind of wonder that makes you speechless, like wow, you don't experience that a lot, but really Christmas is supposed to be one of those times of wonder, the kind that you had when you were a kid. You remember coming out on Christmas morning, looking underneath the tree, seeing the presents, there was this sense of like excitement, awe, expectation and wonder. Maybe, maybe that's one of the reasons why the Bible instructs us as individuals to always have faith like a child because the older we get, the easier it is to lose your wonder. You can lose your wonder, but as a kid... You have wonder, right? Well, maybe we're supposed to have faith like a child. You know, around City First, we love Christmas. We love the lights. We love the tree. We love, like, presents, the festive spirit, all those kind of things. I I love that. But can I tell you, if you really want to have wonder during this Christmas season, you need to go beyond those things that are very good things, but beyond those things to focus on what is the real reason for the season. Because Christmas is more than just lights and trees and a festive spirit. Christmas is all about a savior, a savior who was born to came and came and rescued us from ourselves, from our sin. You know, Jesus was born in a town called Bethlehem, and a weary world rejoiced. You ever feel weary in this world? You want to rediscover or discover the wonder of the original Christmas? You know, that's what we want to talk about today. Have you ever gone into a building or a place that was full of wonder? Like when you walked in, you're like, holy cow. In fact, maybe even some of you came to our Rockford location and walked into this auditorium. And it's kind of big. And you're like, whoa, this is kind of big. But have you ever gone into like a building or a place and it gave you wonder? I mean, I, I remember years ago, I traveled to London and I went into Westminster Abbey, which is that big cathedral church right downtown London. I walked in and I was like, Wow, this place is huge. Built hundreds of years ago. All of this amazing, ornate masonry and everything. If, if, you, if you see pictures of like Notre Dame in Paris that took over 200 years to build, think about that. The architect for Notre Dame never got to see the completed work because it took 200 years to build it. If you walk in there, you see beautiful stained glass It makes you literally, it takes your breath away. It makes you go, wow, wow, this is absolutely amazing. If you go to places in Europe like Rome or Madrid or Paris or Dublin, you find some of the most incredible cathedrals that are older than our nation, and they are just amazing, created by some of the best architects in history. Why do I bring this to your attention? Well, here's the reason why. Because I I think once upon a time, churches were actually constructed not to accommodate large numbers of people spilling out into a parking lot to get in their cars and go home. They were not manufactured, these churches were not manufactured to be cost effective or even energy efficient. They were built to reflect the wonder and the majesty of God. That the architects actually sat down and said, how can we build a building to our limited ability to best reflect how big our God is because hundreds and hundreds of years ago, people didn't know how to read. They didn't own a Bible like how we have a Bible on our phone or a Bible in our hand. They didn't have that. And so the only way that you would understand the majesty and the greatness of God was to walk into a church and it'd be this huge expanse with stained glass windows that told the story of the gospel and you would listen to a, a priest or a cardinal or a pastor talk about the wonder of God, but you were standing in a place that was full of wonder. There was a gasp when you walked in the door, and it was only a reflection of what it is like when a man or woman steps into the presence of a mighty God. And at that moment, you say, our God is an awesome God. Churches, Auditoriums now in America are built with drywall and vinyl flooring. It's great. Trust me. And it's still expensive. Trust me. All right. But we've lost something. I think we've lost something. We've lost the sense that when we walk into a church that we serve a God of wonder and majesty. Yes, he's a God of love. Yes, he's a God of mercy and grace. Yes, he's a God that is gentle and full of meekness. But I want to remind you today, as you walk into this place or even are sitting in your living room right now or in one of our locations, even God behind bars, our God, is an awesome God, and he reigns. Our God is a holy God. Our God is righteous. He's overwhelming. He's breathtaking, awe-inspiring. In the Old Testament, the Bible says that we as humans can't even look at his face because we'd be so overwhelmed we'd literally die. He is so powerful. He doesn't float on a cloud somewhere a thousand miles away. He's here right now. He's at the Spring Creek location and the Cape Coral location and and in Janesville and God behind bars and even in your living room. He's a God of power and splendor and he must be respected and he must be worshipped and he's a God of wonder. And the roar of the oceans cannot even begin to mirror the sound of his voice and the deepest clap of thunder is nothing compared to the shaking power and authority that he has. And the earthquakes that take place around the world are but a tap of his finger. You know what? Our descriptions, many times in America, of God make him seem really shallow. Like we look and we're like, oh, yeah, God, he's cool. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a shallow description of an almighty God who spoke the universe into existence, who created all of nature, the oceans, the animals. He created the mountains and the valleys, the lakes and the seas. Can we see a God of majesty, a God of wonder? If we go way back what was it like it was actually a time full of wonder if you go to Luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 18 this is what it says it says in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear do you know that the first christmas started first of all in fear but listen to this what it says The angel said to them, fear not. So this isn't a time of fear, but I'm sure if you or I were on the backside of a desert somewhere tending sheep and all of a sudden an angel appeared to us, we would be a little freaked out too. But immediately the fear went away and the angel said, behold, I bring you good news. This is not bad news. This is good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom God is pleased, or he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into the heaven, The shepherds said to one another, let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. In other words, they announced it. We want to go see it firsthand. Which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. In other words, they did not care. They left their flock of sheep and they went running into into the town of Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child And this is the part I want you to hear. And all who heard it, in other words, anyone who heard the shepherds talk about baby Jesus and what had happened with the angels, they wondered. They wondered at what the shepherds had told them. In other words, there was wonder that took over that region because of what happened at the first Christmas. The first Christmas was anything but boring. The shepherds they're going about their everyday like living. They're taking care of sheep. They're taking care of the flocks. And all of a sudden, the angels appear. Everything's interrupted. And it ended in wonder and awe. Now, I will say this. The last time I checked, Christmas is not a time of being overwhelmed by visiting angels, but rather, I've been overwhelmed by constant advertising to buy things. That's what I've been overwhelmed with. In fact, you know, Simon Holland uh, said this, he's kind of a satirist, he said this, he goes, oh good, an email from every single store or website I've ever bought something from. That's what Christmas is, right? I'm like, wow, okay, I haven't shopped with you for three years, but somehow you still have my email, right? Not angels visiting, just Walmart, okay? Okay. So this whole idea of wonder has us beg the question, how do I discover, maybe for some of us, how do I rediscover the wonder of Christmas? I'm coming to you the very first week Of December because I want to set a tone for this month of Christmas, the only holiday on the calendar that's celebrated literally for an entire month and culminates on December 25th. But you know what? As we go into this season, how do we recapture or how do we capture the wonder? Well, there's two things that the shepherds did that I think we need to look at today that helps us do that so that Christmas isn't just about candy canes. It's something a little bit deeper, a little bit more in the soul. The first thing is this, is we must seek the real meaning of Christmas. That's exactly what the shepherds did. They said, hey, let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. In other words, let's go seeking Jesus. Let's seek Jesus And what should we focus on in this month? I think more than anything else, we need to focus on seeking Jesus in Christmas because sometimes Christmas gets in the way of Jesus. We need to seek Jesus. We need to realize that we are rescued. Because of Christmas, we're saved. Because of Christmas, Jesus came to our rescue. A Savior was born a rescuer was born. Because of Jesus, God's greatest gift, God's greatest gift to us, we have been forgiven. Those of us that are Christ followers, forgiven for everything we've done. Even on your worst day, do you know your worst choice, your worst action, whatever you've done, the worst sin you've ever been, ever committed, Jesus forgave you of that. God has forgiven you of that. You hear that? Because of Christmas. Jesus came to our rescue. The word savior literally can be translated rescuer. What did he rescue us from? Sin, selfishness, shame. He's rescued rescued us from guilt and striving and hopelessness and depression and all of these things. He has lifted us up. I love what it talks about in Psalm 40 that the Lord, he reached down and lifted me up out of the miry pit and he put my feet on solid ground. He's lifted us up out of our despair and out of our sin and given us hope and a purpose and a future in heaven as our home someday. This is Christmas. And like the shepherds, we must seek Jesus in this season. We must seek him. I even had One of the staff this week say to the team, they said, you know what? One of the ways that they're gonna keep the real meaning of Christmas front and center is that they're gonna listen to to worship music, Christmas music that is Christian, that focuses on Jesus and faith. And all of the other Christmas music is great, but you know what? They're gonna shelve jingle bells and instead they're gonna listen to Silent Night. They're gonna listen to to music that talks about the real reason for Christmas. Sorry, Mariah Carey, okay? And there's nothing wrong with Mariah Carey's Christmas music. There's nothing wrong with jingle bells. Listen to it. But that was his way of saying, I want to really find Jesus in Christmas. I need the wonder. I need the wonder to be rediscovered. So, what did the shepherds do? They sought out Jesus. That's what we have to do, too. Secondly, and lastly, we must help others find Jesus. So, we find Jesus. And then we help others find Jesus. What did the shepherds do? It says this, that all who who were in Bethlehem and in that region, they all heard the shepherds' testimony and they wondered at what the shepherds had told them. In other words, the shepherds are vocal. They're like, these angels showed up. And then a bunch of angels showed up and they said, peace on earth. And, and they pointed us into, into Bethlehem. And we went in and we saw this baby child that was, is the Messiah. And we met, you know, his mom and dad and all this kind of stuff. And they started talking about, talking about, talking about it. And it spread wonder throughout the land. Do you know that wonder begets wonder? The wonder in you should be awe-inspiring and bring wonder in others. Do you know that hope begets hope? In other words, the hope that you've been given now should be shared. The message of Christmas is much more powerful than what our culture has made it into. You know, really Christmas is about our greatest human need being met. And that is this, that we are alone, disconnected from our creator, alone in our sin, alone in our wrong choices and our failures. And Jesus came to bring us back, back into relationship with the God that created us. Romans, it says this, it says in verse 10, 13, everyone who calls help God gets help. Isn't that great? This is so different than every other religion ever invented. All of these other religions that have been invented by by individuals, they they see God as many times angry. The Romans, the Greeks saw gods that were angry with humans. Rather, instead, we serve a God who says, I have an ear that is listening for your call. The minute you say, God, help me, I'm going to come to you. We have a God who loves us, who rescued us, who came himself. He didn't send a dignitary, an ambassador, or someone else. He sent himself, his own son. And then it goes on to say this in Romans ten fourteen. but how, how can they call on him to save unless they believe in him? And then it goes on to say, but how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about Jesus unless someone tells them? Wonder begets wonder. Everyone who calls help God gets help, but how do they even know to call to God? Someone is sent. Someone must tell them. Someone must share with them the wonder of Christmas. I say this all the time. I'm like, God, send us. Send city first. Send city first to the state line region. Send city first to southwest Florida. Send city first to southern Wisconsin and central Wisconsin. Send city first to Dixon and Hardy correctional centers and to other correctional centers across the nation through the Panda web. Send us to cities and neighborhoods, and there are homes all over the nation that watch or are watching right now. Send us, God. Send us to these places, to our schools to our businesses, to our cities, to our nation, and to our world. And that's exactly, exactly what we tried to do in 2023. Last year, we prayed a prayer. We said, God, through legacy, through legacy, we want to share the hope that you have given to us with other people. We want to share the love you've given to us with other people. And I want us to take a moment and celebrate all that he did he did, not a church, what he did through our church in 2023. Watch this.
1: Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going to public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm gonna hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt
0: people to open up with God. This past year in 2023, God continued to give City First Church greater vision and countless opportunities to bring the hope of Jesus to a world in desperate need. We have local roots and global hearts, and we witness God move like never before.
2: Because of your generosity, we've seen the vision accelerated as we've been able to focus on five specific areas of impact through Legacy 2023. Song,
1: but they definitely, you're like, whoa. How long are
0: you gonna be? Yeah, that's fun. Through CFLC, I not only learned a passion for the Lord and learned a ton of knowledge of the Bible, but I also learned a ton of practical skills that helped me in my day to day life in full time ministry.
3: August marks the start of a brand new year for our 31st class of City First Leadership College. The last three decades, the heart and purpose has been the same, to know God and make him known.
1: A movement of young people discovering their purpose, growing in their leadership and grounding their lives in the word of God, preparing them to lead in every arena of life. Thank you for partnering with us to meet the urgent need of equipping students to go and make a difference for Christ.
2: you'll hear us frequently say, you belong here. And we mean it. Our mission is for everyone in every stage of life to encounter the life altering love of Jesus.
0: Our ministry for individuals with special needs, Champions Club, continues to be a place to learn about Jesus in a safe and state-of-the-art environment.
2: Annually, we open our doors and partner with the Tim Tebow Foundation to host a global prom night event for individuals with special needs. Across locations, over 280 attendees were crowned king and queen and danced the night away.
4: First, Pastor Paige here. I'm here with our amazing Dream Team. I am thrilled to let you know that we have exceeded our goal of 2,000 backpacks sponsored for students in need. Across locations, we were able to provide backpacks for 15 schools this year in the Cape Coral and Rockford regions.
3: City First Family, we are here at Ellis Elementary Schools. I am actually here with the principal, John, and I actually wanna ask you, what is this impact that we are making when we give a backpack to your students?
2: So it really has an amazing impact on our students. And I think for our families,
1: it's one less thing that they have to worry about in terms of, you know, where am I gonna get money to buy supplies? I just wanna say thank you. Thank you from me, from our school community. Uh, It really is life-changing, and uh, you're making a huge impact um, on our students and our community. From our drive-through food distributions to community pop-up events, we're continually feeding the hungry in Jesus' name. In 2023, we've been able to give away over 141,000 pounds of food, feeding over 15,400 individuals in need, which brings our total to
0: 3.4 million pounds of food given away since 2020. The holidays, can be very hard for many families so across our locations we provided more than 11,000 meals during Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays to the Rockford Rescue Mission and local organizations in the Cape Coral region.
2: We were also able to provide 2,500 Christmas presents to impoverished students in our local schools here in the Rockford and State Line and Cape Coral areas. For many of them this is the only present they receive at Christmas so thank you City First for helping helping us to share the peace, hope, and joy that Jesus brings.
1: The church is not just a building, it's a movement. Our continued mission is to bring tangible help and hope to the darkest corners of our cities, impacting the lives of countless individuals with the love of Jesus.
4: I'm here with Yvette in the 13th Ward of Rockford who partners with City First Church in our local effort to eliminate food insecurity. And over the last six months, we've had a concentrated effort right here in this region. That's right, during our second Saturday serve efforts, so far we've distributed nearly 50,000 pounds of food, feeding over 1,000 families and giving away 47,000 meals to those who are hungry right here in our community. Which is amazing. And church, we are just getting started. God's favor is on this localized effort and we prayerfully believe that God has given us as City First Church of Vision to launch an empowerment center in this region in 2024. We'll do this by bringing help and hope to our community through feeding the hungry, educating children, and sharing the good news of Jesus Christ.
0: When a natural disaster strikes because of you, we're able to bring hope and help in the name of Jesus to those impacted.
2: We continue to make a difference for Jesus by partnering with faith-based organizations like the Watts Empowerment Center who are reaching the under-resourced in LA and the Church Multiplication Network which has planted over 4,500 churches all over the nation.
0: On a national and global scale, we partner with Zoe International, whose mission is to reach every person with the good news of Jesus and to rescue every child from human trafficking. To date, Zoe has a 99% success rate. My name is Nick Durick. My wife Heather and I have called City First our home church for many years. But for the last five and a half years, we have been serving full-time overseas in Thailand as missionaries with Zoe International. Zoe's work is not just here in Thailand, but in fact, we operate in five different countries, including our own backyard in the US. After a multiple year effort, in 2023, Zoe USA LA finally received their national accreditations for their specialized home for minors who are survivors of trafficking. Globally, so far this year here in Thailand, there have been almost 700 face-to-face salvations from these efforts. So on behalf of all of Zoe, we just wanna say thank you so much.
4: On a global scale, we have the honor and complete privilege of coming alongside missionaries who are part of the City First Church family and beyond. From Indonesia to Ecuador, Jamaica, Haiti, Thailand, and Israel, your generosity is supporting those making an eternal difference all around the globe. Hi, City First, my name is Erin. I'm a missionary to Lithuania.
1: Hello, City First Church. We are Joshua and Carrie Woolley, missionaries to the Andes Mountains of Ecuador.
2: We are Jeremy and Tina Skinner, missionaries to Sumatra, Indonesia. Hi, City First, it's Chris and Rachel Coleman here from our second location in Jamaica. Through your generosity, we are
4: seeing God move in amazing ways. We just celebrated our fourth year as a church
3: and have had to move to two services because we've run out of room.
1: We're building an English
0: community to reach a demographic that the local church has been unable to reach. We recently began hosting events that we call English Game Night, where we've had over 60 youth and young adults come to make friends and practice their English. And we've used this as an opportunity to invite them to join the Alpha Course And through that, they're able to have deeper conversations about life.
2: (laughs) We have been able to distribute over 16,000 meals um, in the past
4: year, as well as lots of medical care. Disciples are being made. Marriages are being restored. Youth and young adults and kids are finding hope in Jesus. Thank you so, so much for your generosity, City First.
1: Uh, Without you, we would not be able to stay here in Ecuador. And we're so grateful for you supporting us.
2: We're so excited to see how the kingdom of God is advancing here in South Sumatra because of your faithfulness and generosity. God bless you guys and thanks so much.
0: Thank you for your support.
4: Through the original women's ministry, we partner with Compassion International, supporting over 1,400 children in Burkina Faso in Jesus' name. Our ongoing support provides food, education, clothing, medical care, as well as a church family network so that lives are forever changed.
1: Hey, City First, thank you for your amazing generosity. God has used your giving to empower a global movement of compassion. Because of our partnership with you, 2023 has been another miraculous year of hope. With your help, we've responded to more than 75 disasters and humanitarian crises around the world. We've empowered and equipped over 34,000 women and girls. And together, with your help, we've fed more than 530,000 children in 33 different countries. Together. We're bringing light to dark places and delivering hope to people who need it most. So on behalf of everyone here at Convoy of Hope, every farmer trained, every woman and girl empowered, every disaster survivor, and every child fed, thank you.
0: Through building and expansion, the reach of City First Church is ever expanding. Our mission is to introduce everyone to Jesus and teach them to follow Him. We've had a heart to reach those in the Janesville region now for many years. As we prayed and sought God's will, he has been sovereign in his timing and recently provided an open door, a building, and an opportunity to share the good news of Jesus in the Janesville, Wisconsin region. A city first location will be launching 2024. The current state of our world continues to reiterate the urgent and intentional focus of raising up the next generation. Between our weekly services, conferences, summer camps, and events, we have had over 2,000 kids and youth in attendance hearing the good news of Jesus Christ, with over 400 making a decision to follow Him. City First Anywhere, our online location, has people tuning in from all around the world. This year alone, City First online church services were accessed over 8.4 million times in over 80 countries and 1,100 cities. City First Anywhere is truly a church without walls. This year alone, City First has been watched over 755,400 times by inmates through the Pando app with over 815 people accepting Jesus as the leader and forgiver of their lives. Thank you, City First Church.
2: locations just this year alone, well over 2,000 individuals have made the decision to make Jesus the leader and forgiver of their lives, making heaven more crowded. And over 300 people took a next step to publicly declare through water baptism that their old life is gone and a new life in Christ
0: has begun. Your generosity is not only reaching the darkest corners of our cities, our nation, and around the globe, it is creating an eternal legacy. We believe the
2: church at large is set apart and designed to be a beacon of hope, declaring the purposes of heaven, guiding people home, and rescuing those in darkness.
0: And that is exactly what we will continue to do we will be a part of the rescue a beacon of hope for those in need making heaven more crowded as we purpose to reach every person with the life-changing hope of jesus Christ.
2: there is no limit church to what god can do when we come together in jesus name
0: let's give God praise for that come on he deserves it we thank you Jesus Lord you deserve all the glory you deserve the credit you deserve the praise we thank you thank you God that we got to be a part of this thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you know as you watch that did you experience wonder that sense of wow God look what you did. See, this is the wonder, the wonder that I'm talking about, that when like those shepherds went to go find Jesus at the very first Christmas, they discovered wonder. And then when they told other people about Jesus and shared the good news of Jesus, wonder begets wonder. Hope begets hope. And now, City First, we have the opportunity to do this in 2024. If it is your first time here or first time watching, we do this one time a year. And actually, it's a great year for you to peek in the window and see what this church is all about. Because what we do at Legacy Weekend is we take an end-of-year offering, and then that funds and accelerates the work of God for the next 365 days. And I don't know about you, but i saw you know some great numbers there and i saw some amazing data but i want to remind us of this that every single number is a person it is a soul it's an eternity and it's a story so when you hear 755,000 views by inmates of city first services That's 755,000 times that a person heard about Jesus. On your seat when you walked in, there's a legacy booklet. It's yours to keep, so take it with you. There's all kinds of data in here, and there's different reports and testimonies of what God has done. That video honestly doesn't even do it justice. That video was much longer, and... For the sake of time, we actually had to cut it down. We had to eliminate some of it because we couldn't fit it all into this service. But ladies and gentlemen, now what we're gonna do is we're going to see God work in the next year through our generosity. And I'm gonna encourage each and every one of us to give something. You know, it's never an arm twist around here. It's never, you know, coercion. No, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to have wonder beget wonder and hope beget hope. This is an opportunity to tell people about Jesus, to share the saving knowledge and the good news of a God who loves us and wants to rescue us from ourselves. And we can bring love through tangible help and we can bring hope through tangible means, and we can fund missionaries, and we can give out more food, and we can rescue more children out of human trafficking, and we can reach more inmates, and we can launch more City First Anywhere locations. We can do all that through our generosity. God will use it and empower it. So God partners with our generosity, and I believe in 2024 he's gonna do great things. So in a moment here, We're going to have the team come up and play a song, and during that time, I'm gonna encourage you to do what Jen and I are going to do, and that is that we are going to give. And there is a qr code that is on the screen that will be up there and that qr code is something you take your smartphone it will take you right to the link on how to give the legacy you could give through our app you could give through our website or if you're in a physical location like right here in rockford illinois in a moment they're going to pass the offering buckets and if you'd like to give a physical gift you can do that every penny of what we're going to give is going to be showing up in a testimony video, end of year video, next December. And I believe that we can see God excel what he has already done, taking it to a new level, more people reached for him. So you want to be a part of that? You want to be a part of the wonder? I hope so. So let me pray, and then we're going to go ahead and give. And then Jen and I will come up and kind of officially dismiss us But let's take a moment and let's give realizing that what we're about ready to do right now will change people's lives for all of eternity, not just here on this earth, but also for all of eternity. Let's pray, Lord, bless our gifts, bless this offering. Lord, it's not equal giving, it's equal sacrifice. All of us can do something. I just pray that you would help us to see with wonder, the awesomeness of our God and what you are going to do in this next year. We have faith set high that God, by this time next year, we're going to see an empowerment setter. By this time next year, we're going to see Janesville as an established location. By this time next year, God, we're going to see hundreds of kids rescued out of human trafficking. We're going to see thousands of people fed. We're going to see people that have been given their life to Jesus, baptized and in the church. Lord, we believe it. We believe it. We see it. And so we give. And I pray that, God, you would bless both gift and giver we thank you we love you in jesus name and everyone said amen let's go ahead and give
3: shout jesus from the mountains and jesus in the streets jesus in the darkness over